Hello, everybody, and welcome to Savvy Talk again with your host, Maha Abulunin. Hello. Hey, Shirag. How's it going? Not too bad. How are you? Good. I am excited to take some listener questions. I know we've been talking about doing this for a little while and we've kind of incorporated it once in a while, but today it's going to be an entirely Q&A episode. So uh, this is quite exciting. Um, we've kind of streamlined a few questions that we want to talk about today. But if you're listening to this and you want to get your question answered by Maha, just DM at Digital and Savvy on Instagram. That's the quickest way. You can also uh, DM Maha at Maha Gabber. And uh, yeah, we might feature a question on a future episode. Love it. We're opening with Mia's question. She said, I'm about to launch my pizza business. I do not have any clue on how to start marketing on a budget. Okay, so you have a business, you don't have a marketing budget, or you're not even sure how much to allocate for marketing. If you're starting a business, the first thing you should do is document how you're creating your business because that's content. You're going to need some stories to tell about how did you come up with the business idea? How do, what do you think about the ingredients? Where do you source the ingredients from? How do you look for your team members? What's the brand? What's the logo? What's the packaging? What's some of the design of the pizza business? What's some of the idea of the names of the pizzas and all that kind of stuff? So one is you can create content for your marketing from what you're actually doing on a day-to-day -day basis, the people behind the business the product itself, the name, all the things that go into building your business, that's marketing gold. So that's the first thing. The second thing is think about word of mouth. Word of mouth is going to be one of the most important uh, ways for you to market your business and help grow it because you're going to want to send out maybe some samples of your pizza to people to try. You're going to want to invite people to come in maybe for a tasting menu. So word of mouth is going to do wonders for your business. People love pizza. So what makes your pizza special? How do you get them to be ordering your pizza? You got to put it in the hands and mouths and stomachs of a lot of consumers and really use word of mouth to tell that story. The third thing is, is be ready. If you're not sure about what to put on for your marketing, your marketing budget for your pizza business, be ready for anything. There might be an opportunity that you see is happening in the market where there's an event or somebody posts something and you want to send them a pizza. You know, try to be opportunistic about how you do your marketing so that you can be ready with any things that are happening in the current environment to leverage that for a good publicity or a marketing opportunity. And then the last thing is you know, don't be afraid to try things. And then if they don't work to abandon them, a lot of people think my marketing strategy has to be one, two, three, four. It really doesn't like times change. People's tastes change. What people are into is changing. Maybe, you know, you want to do a clubhouse about why do I love pizza? What's your favorite pizza? Talk about all things pizza. That's huge publicity. It's free marketing. It doesn't cost you a thing. You just start a group talking about pizza lovers and you'll be surprised about how much in interaction you'll get for your business and your brand. Absolutely. And uh, I will point also out that we did an episode um, in the previous season about doing marketing on a shoestring budget. So I think there would be some extra tips in there for you too. Love that. And now I'm hungry for pizza. I know. I'm, I'm, not, I'm just thinking about pizza now. So this is, you know, this is a great way to start. Um, it worked. <laughs> okay. So moving on to question two, this comes from Renzo and he wants to know, what do you think will be the big thing of 2021? Well, it's already kind of happening. Like there's a couple of big things that have happened so far and we are only like two months into 2021. So I think a couple of buzzwords or things come to mind. One, cryptocurrencies, looking at what's happening with Bitcoin, what's happening with, uh, you know, cryptocurrencies in general. 
general, NFTs, these non-fungible, you know, tokens, what's happening with just all of the sports cards, like all the things that are popping in the investor space is crazy. And then I think Clubhouse is just like huge, like came onto the scene in a big way. People love it. There's no friction. Just drop in audio. It's easy to understand how the platform works. It's easy to listen in on conversations. It's, it's audio has always been um, frictionless kind of platforms. So I think those are two of the big things in my point of view. Okay. And again, I get to point out that we did uh, an episode from Maha where she gave quite a few things that she thinks are going to be interesting from a 2021 perspective. We'll link to that one in the show notes as well. So we're going to move on to question three, and that is, uh, it's actually based on something you posted on Instagram recently, where you asked people, what is, what is more important? Is it trust or is it reputation? Um, and so the guys behind 95 Egypt actually kind of tried to answer that question, but they say, like, should it be trust? Because if people don't trust your brand, then, you know, the other aspects of your reputation don't matter. So is there an answer? This is one of the things I'm learning about how we're living in this world. It's not an either or type of um, opportunity or question, but what matters most is trust. If you don't have the trust of the consumer or of your uh, the person that you're interacting with or your stakeholder or your audience member, there's no way that your reputation will matter. You could have the best reputation in the world, but if people don't trust you, then it's not going to matter. It just really depends on trust. So building trust, creating trust, you know, increasing that trust is really, really important for your business, for your brand, for your reputation. Yeah, and I think it's important to point out here too, like you might, you will make mistakes. We all do. It happens to everybody. But if you establish a good level of trust, you can work back on your reputation, right? But once you lose the trust, and we've seen this happen with a lot of companies, you can't get it back. People always doubt everything you try to do thereafter. A hundred percent. Okay, so we're going to throw in a fun question. This comes from Nimi. Uh, and she wants to know, do you play tennis? I do play tennis. It's so funny because I, I've been playing tennis for ages, but like a lot of people don't know that I play tennis because I don't film it or I never talk you never about talk it. never talk about it, exactly. Yeah, I never talk about it. And I used to play competitively in high school and I wanted to play in college. And then my dad's like, no, you need to study. And uh, during the pandemic, I'm like, I'm going to start playing tennis again. So last summer I played a ton and then I lost a ton. And then in the winter, I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to really just get back on it. So I've been like actually playing tennis in a couple hours, but I play tennis and I posted a video of me playing tennis and they're like, oh my God, like you actually know how to play tennis. I, I love the game. I grew up going to the U S open every summer or actually every That's fall nice. yeah. in New York. And I come from a big tennis, you know, family. We love to play tennis. So yes, tennis is my thing. Okay, so the next question is, uh, you know, and we've talked about this sometimes where we talk about the two sides of getting awareness. We talk about the advertising, or we call it the paid media, and then we call it the PR side, which is the earned media. So you have a question from Baz. He wants to know, uh, how does one generate PR or, or publicity when they have, let's say, a major announcement or want to get on something like a Forbes 3030 without actually trying an inorganic approach? Like, how can you just do it organically? If you have a major announcement that you want to make, I would recommend that you put it out yourself so you control the message and the narrative because if it's something that's major and important to you, you want to make sure you get it right. You don't want to leak it or have it go organically into the hands of somebody else. So you would want to post it on your own platforms. 
You would want to post it on your own channels. You would want to send it out to the journalists. You can DM journalists saying you have an announcement. You can uh, post a blog post of your announcement and then send that link to the journalist. So if you have a major announcement, I would invest in putting it out yourself through your own platforms directly. Secondly, if getting on the Forbes 30 by 30, it's you got to be doing something that's worth getting on the Forbes 30 by 30, right? Or 30 under 30. So think about putting your head down, achieving what you can achieve, you know, doing the work, putting in the time, and then you can have somebody nominate you. You don't nominate yourself. You can have multiple people nominate you. So right now, the Forbes 40 under 40 is going to be coming out this summer. So there's like a nomination form on the internet. So I have some friends that I think should be on it. So I'm recommending them, but I also would have other people recommend them as well. So next, you posted recently that you should own your name online across all the platforms, whether you decide to use it or not. Uh, So Shahina wants to know, did you mean that literally? Do you mean that figuratively? Maybe you can help expand on that a little bit. Yeah, so I think one of the things that um, people think about, don't think about enough is how do you kind of protect your reputation and your digital currency? So if you don't, I was recommending that people register their name. So go to Twitter and take Maha Gabber, go to Instagram, take Maha Gabber, like go to each platform, whether you're planning to use it or not and own your name so that if in the future you want it, you have it. So I go on to Clubhouse and I get my name. I go on to Pinterest and I get my name. I just want to make sure that if you have a platform, you have any intention to go on that platform or not, you should register your handle, register your name and own it so that you own your name so that nobody can come later and post and, and, and as, as you. Uh, now, quite a few people have been asking this, well, including a Constantine Dukas who wanted to know, do you have plans for more online courses and when? Yeah, actually, I used to, I did these in person last year and the year before, but then I was like, okay, how do I really be able to carry the message in on online? So I'm doing one in a couple of weeks, March 13th. So um, I'm going to be doing more and stay tuned to kind of find out all the details of when you could register for those. So we'll leave a link to that in the show notes as well, and you can, you can follow up. Cool. But if you follow Maha on, and if you follow Digital and Savvy, you will definitely be notified when that happens. Okay, the last question for today, which is again a fun one, it comes from Zain Mastri, who wants to know, what are your favorite shows? But I think I'm going to ask you, like, what are, what are you currently watching? Okay, so I'm a diehard, longtime Grey's Anatomy. That's just like facts. Just want to put that out there. I've been with it for, what, 16 years now? I think it's 16 or 17 yeah, it's seasons. it's a very long time, isn't it? So yeah. I'm like, I'm definitely a Grey's Anatomy fan. Um I'm just like thinking of shows that I watch regularly. Yellowstone was a new one I picked up during the pandemic. I loved, love Succession, love Billions. Um, Then I binged a lot of the hot shows that came on during the pandemic. So I watched The Queen's Gambit, The Undoing, Bridgerton. I I love Homeland. That's like always been one of my favorite shows. Um, I watched Tehran. That was on Apple TV. I love The Morning Show on Apple TV+. I was going to ask you if you'd watch Ted Lasso as well. That was the other I big love one. Ted Lasso. That was so good. That was, I think I think that was one of those like right place, right times. I mean, I know they were planning it for a while and everything, but that show launched at a time when I think everybody needed like a little bit of smile on their face. And uh, so for me, that show was like, was I also great. watched a lot of documentaries. So I, I, I watched the Tiger documentary. I watched obviously Last Dance, which is, I watched it twice. It was that good. 
I think that's about it. I, I, in the beginning of the, like most of 2020, I didn't really watch. I didn't watch Tiger King. I didn't watch any of those. I didn't watch. I was too busy with work, but I tried to catch up over the holidays and watch a few things. Fair enough. Okay, so that's very cool. Uh, thank you, Ma, for taking all these questions. Uh, we'll definitely, I think we'll definitely do this again. It's, it's a nice break on the format, and it's, it's nice to also hear from all of our listeners. So keep sending us your questions. We'll definitely do another one soon. And we'll hopefully maybe even see you at Clubhouse. And maybe Maha will take some questions I from you wait. directly. Yeah, who knows? Thank you, Shirag. Okay, cool. Thanks, guys.